Welcome to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, the queer James Bond podcast. I'm Shane Holland. And I'm Andrew Wheeler. On this episode, we are talking about GoldenEye 007, the Nintendo 64 video game that revolutionized the first-person shooter back in 1997 and was recently re-released for the Nintendo Switch and Xbox uh, Game Pass Online. But before we ready player one, Andrew, have you been up to anything very Bondy this week? You know, I was thinking I hadn't been, um, largely because it's been just snowing hellaciously outside and, and I've been staying indoors. But I've been, you know, obviously mainlining some TV and I got thinking about um, what is the one of the bondiest things you can think of. Well, age gap relationships are very bondy. Oh, of course. <laughs> very so Roger just, Moore. Very Roger Moore. Like the average age gap is like tw- 14 years, I think, between Bond and, and leading lady. Uh, Roger Moore really skews those numbers because at least two occasions he was more than twice the age of his uh, leading lady, which oh is shocking. Um, so yeah, so I've been watching Milf Manor is, is what this is basically <laughs> leading up to. Or I say, what a lead up. <laughs> I have watched some episodes of Milf Manor. I think I'm done watching Milf Manor. Oh no! It's, no. Uh, so for those who aren't aware, Milf Manor is the show that is um, <laughs> Andrew. Do you um, really need to go <laughs> much deeper into it than Milf Manor? But please go on. It's, it's it doesn't contain the fighting element of uh, what's it called? The version on Thirty Rock, Milf Island, was that? <laughs> Milf Island. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that had the sort of the women fighting to the death. I mean, there's a bit of fighting, but it doesn't tend to to involve like shiving each other with knives or whatever it was they were doing on on milf island um yeah it's the show where a bunch of uh women uh older women and much younger men are put on an uh in a a manor house together in la paz mexico and uh, are supposed to form dating pairs with the twist being that the younger men are the sons of the older women um obviously they're not supposed to date their own mothers etc um oh god (laughs) <laughs> Thank God that they spelled that one out. <laughs> I think everyone intuitively understood that, but you you never know. Um, the whole thing is so weird and contrived, and several of these sons read as very gay to me, and oh. I wonder to what extent this show was like, we're going to, you're all just here to pretend that you didn't know what the show was and to go through the motions. <laughs> and like these, these men do not look like they've ever kissed women in their lives. They don't look like they want to kiss women. Um, and, and if that was the sort of the, the, the strength of the show, then maybe I would be compelled to keep watching, but it's just, it's a very poorly made reality show. Um, it's very uninteresting. Ultimately, you know, there's no, there's no sex in it the the boys aren't hot enough because they're all oh. sort of sad dweeby mo- mother's boys um, <laughs> oh no some of them some of them are hot in real life like you look at their instagrams or you know they've done modeling shoots and things like that and it's like oh but they're, they're not they're, made they're, hot in this uh... but no there's something really desexualizing about being in a mansion with your mother i guess <laughs> go figure <laughs> Right? Who would have thought? But yeah, some of them are clearly gay. So, so there's a lot of casting going on here. I also did check out For the Love of Delphs, the sort of a parallel show that's running on one of the gay channels with Stormy Daniels hosting, where it's himbos and dilfs, um, as the two tribes that are supposed to interdate. But, um, it, that's, I might stick with that one because at least there are some hot boys on that one. Um, but it's even cheaper and shoddier. Stormy Daniels is not a natural TV host. Shockingly. No kidding. <laughs> 
so we'll see. But neither of these is a must-watch show, I, uh, I have to say. By the way, whilst looking at the age differences between Bond and, uh, and leading ladies, um, I came across the discovery that the three smallest age gaps are three of the best Bond films. Um, <gasps> So Goldfinger, of course, is the one where the, the leading lady is older than the James Bond. Right. Or is played by Honor Blackman, who is five years older than Sean Connery at that time. Um, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, there is only one, uh, there's only one year age gap between the leads in On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Um, oh, wow. and Dr. No, only a six year age gap. Oh. Between, uh, Sean Connery and Ursula Andress. So they were better about it in the earlier movies. Yes, Daniel Craig, the age gap is about like 12 years, which is better than 14, but still. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do not let older women be anything <laughs> no we society. really don't so that's my really tangential bond related thing what about you shane what's the bondiest thing you've done this week well i have also not done much other than consume media uh but <laughs> i found something that i actually really enjoyed uh oh. i have been ever since you turned me on to apple tv again i've been perusing what they have to offer uh eugene levy's travel show i'm going to give a shout out to that's been fun uh, as a as a travelogue companion which is one of the things that we love about bond mm -hmm. uh, but the thing that really made me feel like a moonraker fan all over again has been for all mankind <laughs> uh this show about what if uh, the space race had never ended, and the sorry, and the Russians had landed on the moon first. Uh, it's been a slow burn, but a really interesting one. Uh, it is a period piece ish uh, because you know it starts in the late '60s and is catching up to current times now. Uh, so we get to see some fabulous styles from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. Can't wait to see how they represent the 2000s in season four. Uh, but yes, I've completely binged about 23 hours of this show in the past wow. couple of weeks. <laughs> it stars Joel Kinnaman, Chantel Van Santen, Chris Marshall, Jody Balfour, uh, Coral Pena, Ren Schmidt, uh, Cynthia Wu, Casey W. Johnson, and a slew of other actors uh, in some really fantastic roles. Some amazing roles for women, I must say. Uh, there's a lot of queer uh, storytelling in it as well. Uh, and yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Uh, if you are looking for something that might not be as fast-paced and action-y as you would think about a <laughs> series about the space race, but I think has a lot of intrigue and heart and uh some of the excitement of space exploration which i've talked about it at length uh in other podcasts <laughs> i mean thank god something can revive your love of moonraker because god knows moonraker can't do it no uh, certainly not <laughs> <laughs> April marks the 70th anniversary of the first Bond novel, Casino Royale, and Ian Fleming Publications is marking the occasion with new editions of all of Fleming's Bond novels with some unexpected edits. The publisher has hired sensitivity readers to recommend changes to make the books less offensive to modern audiences. Goodness. <laughs> that includes removing slurs and racial caricatures and references to the races of some incidental characters. Sexist and homophobic language in the books remain largely intact. The new editions feature a disclaimer that reads, This book was written at a time when terms and attitudes which might be considered offensive by modern readers were commonplace. A number of updates have been made in this edition while keeping as close as possible to the original text and the period in which it is set. 
Fleming's estate notes that the changes are in keeping with edits authorised by Fleming himself during his lifetime. The author permitted edits to sell the books in different markets, including changing some of the racist language in the US edition of Live and Let Die. This follows news of similar changes to new children's editions of work by Roald Dahl, a friend and contemporary of Fleming. Both sets of changes have been condemned by some critics as unnecessary, and others say they don't go far enough. But, Andrew, what do we think? It's interesting that they've tried to get out in front of this by saying Fleming himself authorised changes. Like, this has been... This is the refrain that you often see, is like, People say, oh, well, the author never intended this. The author would never have allowed this. And and publishers or, or estate managers will hit back with, well, actually, here's a case where they did do it. But honestly, I don't need you to, to say that. Like, you, you, right. it's, you know, I am an author. I, I totally understand the, you know, honoring the author's intention argument. Um, but if you want these books to remain relevant to a modern audience, then I think it's fair enough to to, to make edits and to acknowledge that you've made edits like this isn't like uh when the the lambs or or reverend bowdler were changing the text of shakespeare plays um back in the i, I don't know 18th 19th century mm-hmm. which is the sort of the famous go-to example this isn't um the state uh, removing references to things that they don't want you to see. It's not like this chiseling is... off the genitalia of masterpiece works of art. It is Yeah. It is like reshaping it so that it still looks like the piece of art that it was meant to look like. <laughs> yeah, essentially. So, yeah, you know, we we've said that some of these books can be very hard to read because of exactly this language. Yeah. Um so I'm totally fine with it. I don't think this is disrespectful to an author's intentions i know there are authors that will say oh you can never touch my work well fine then let your work fall out of fashion but these books are you know both the Dahl books and the fleming books they're enduring classics um people want to keep reading them let's make them accessible to new new generations and new audiences because yes the the argument that they make that he was willing to make changes for different markets ultimately that is the argument even if he hadn't said that i think it's a valid argument Absolutely. My only worry is if we are removing all of the slurs and racial characters and references to races of incidental characters, then <laughs> what it lef- what is left of any of these novels, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> to just paper thin. Well, no, thankfully the, the references to rape and women being lazy or dotty or whatever it is are still going to be in there. So. Oh, good, good. <laughs> so we still get the good stuff. Yeah, that's Yeah, great. yeah. Uh, some, some good old-fashioned homophobia. Um, yeah. No, I'm probably. being glib, of course. There's so, There will be, of course, still so much to talk about. Uh, and I think that it might warrant rereading at least live and let die right if, uh uh once we get our hands on one of these copies as i'm sure we will yeah yeah i mean live and let die is you know is the most obvious example and most of the changes you know i've looked at some of the changes and it's like changing um negro to black in some cases like something mm-hmm. as simple as that and hopefully um, removing some of the awful uh fake patois that uh is that's used. the that's the biggest edit that I that I'm aware of is they have cut that whole section. They, oh, they didn't just wow. change it; they, wow, they wow, removed wow. it, which is pretty like that's a big chunk of text, but mm-hmm. it doesn't serve the story in any meaningful way. It's no, just these two discussed. people having an argument and talking in this really thick, terrible, racist idea of of a patois, and yeah, it's garbage. And so I don't think we're losing anything by losing that. 
Wow, it's that's uh I mean I think it's kind of exciting and I can't wait to see what others think of these new edits. I think that they're going to be welcomed by most. Yeah. But there are people who we don't want to hear from about it. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, no, they can keep their <laughs> mouth shut. <laughs> For every episode of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, we recommend a cocktail that matches the theme of the episode, or maybe it just matches our mood. This week, it's Andrew's turn to pick. What have you got for us? Well, what could be more 90s than a cocktail that uh, contains vodka in a martini glass and is flecked with gold? It was, oh my god. <laughs> the 90s was a terrible time. <laughs> so okay. yeah, because we were doing GoldenEye, the video game, I thought, well, it's time to do a gold cocktail. Also, I have a bottle of gold slug that I inherited from, from friends, so it's like, well, fine. I, I would never normally buy gold slugger, although actually, it's kind of pleasant. Maybe, like, if, maybe it would, though, right? Yeah, like even though I associate it with getting drunk at university and and puking gold leaf over things not that that has happened to me i was puking up um uh, peach snaps back in the day no no, no gold affected um but yeah it's it's a cinnamon schnapps gold schlager um you could do this drink with any cinnamon schnapps um but gold schlager of course has those completely uh you know just pure aesthetic flakes of gold they don't add anything to the flavor they probably add a bit to the price um oh, but certainly. they are they're ultimately meaningless um but you know they look pretty floating in your drink and they go right through the digestive system so yeah gold slugger <laughs> martini is just equal parts gold slugger and vodka um my tip for making this is if you are using gold slugger or anything else with with flaked gold in it freeze your vodka and then just mix the two together rather than stirring over ice because the ice is going to just stick to the gold and it won't come through the strainer um, and you won't get the thing that you came here for. Like, I think that's why Gold Slug is not in a lot of cocktails, honestly, is because the thing that makes it unique is the thing you lose as soon as you shake it. Um, of course. So, so yeah, so we had we had a couple of glasses of this um, when we recorded what you'll hear at the, the rest of the episode. Um, we we uh, started the night with some gold schlager martinis, myself and Shane and our two special guests that you'll uh, be introduced to shortly. And uh, it's fine. Like it's, you know, gold schlager, it sort of mellows out the intensity of the gold schlager to have it mixed with vodka. Um, and the, the ice coldness of the vodka, I think, also helps. Um, you know, I, I probably would drink gold schlager again in that specific like blend. I think it actually works quite well. Yeah, I absolutely agree. It was a surprisingly fun drink, uh, even though, yeah, it tasted mostly of <laughs> of cinnamon. Uh, but yeah, I would like to try some variations on it, too. I think that there's some really fun things that we could do with it, and uh, maybe we'll have to do that in the future, the next time we yeah. get together to record in person, perhaps? Oh my goodness, what? Oh. <laughs> Who oh. could think of such a thing? GoldenEye 007 was released in August 1997. It was directed by Martin Hollis and stars the likeness of Pierce Brosnan (laughs) and the rest of the cast of the film released two years prior. It is the third best-selling N64 game of all time, despite being developed by a completely inexperienced team of game developers. Oh, you don't say. No, as Andrew and I discovered on our individual attempts to play this very retro game it is i don't want to say unplayable (laughs) but we've come a long way in first person shooters so we are going to go live to andrew's couch where we will be joined by our friends jomar and levi 
In addition to being wonderful friends and wonderful people, Jomar was a contestant on the most recent season of The Great Canadian Baking Show, and Levi is a Toronto-based drag performer under the name Catfish the Dinosaur. And they are both far better gamers in general than we are. So without (laughs) further ado, Andrew, Shane, talk to us about GoldenEye 007. So this game is not remastered. Is it remastered? No, it is just a... On the Switch, it is just a reskin. And apparently on the Xbox, it is a... uh, They've updated it a little. Um, Apparently on the Xbox, you can have... Uh, a control scheme that works like a modern day shooter would okay as opposed to this which is incomprehensible um starring james bond ish and (laughs) ooh, oh my god oh no i mean i know his face is scarred but that was an ugly alley oh no poor famke jansen oh these are bad like And this was like revolutionary at the time. The Alan Cummings not yeah. too bad. Actually. So <laughs> it's just, oh. <laughs> sorry, Alan Cumming. Sorry to this man. Apparently, this game was like built from scratch, and they made it. Bef- they started making it before the N sixty four even came out. So they had to like. So what were they making it for? Like a, a couple of tin cans and a piece of string. Honest to God, it looks like that. No, <laughs> <laughs> but but. My original question, I guess, th- this was revolutionary at the time. Like- yes, a hundred percent. Well, uh, this was like four people playing a first-person shooter in the same room. I think was unheard of. I don't think that was a thing. <laughs> I m- first-person shooters were like Doom, typically. Oh, I used to play Doom. And this is obviously un- inspired by Doom, I okay. think. You'll see as the levels progress. There'll be a big beholder with Robbie Coltrane's voice. Yeah, I mean, is that not what we saw in the introduction <laughs> to his character? <laughs> uh, Doom was so scary when I was a kid. I mean, this I, is kind of sure... scary if you're just looking at the images as presented on screen. Yeah, that's it. Like, my memory of the graphics on, Dune, uh, on Doom and what it must have actually looked like are probably miles apart. Like, Was this shocking to you when you saw this game? again after oh 20 something years i mean i felt sick to my stomach (laughs) to be quite honest uh like it (laughs) overwrote your fond memories with so okay weird thing i never owned this game Uh all of my friends did and you know we grew up poor so we this was not the one video game that we bought that year right Uh, and i i Anytime I played it, I was going over to a friend's place, but they owned it, so they'd already done it all. They had played this game to death, and this was always like an afterthought kind of thing. Like, well, yeah, I guess we could play Goldeneye. So I've always had this (laughs) arm's length relationship with this game. Uh, And I was never very good at it. I I think you can find a groove playing this game, uh, but I just am not very good even in that groove <laughs> now our friends levi and joma who are playing this game in front of us have chosen to play as natalia and xenia which i think we can approve of oh absolutely um i noticed when they were toggling through the weapon options one of them was slappers only is that also a reference to natalia and xenia <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> actually when you choose those two players that is the only mode right. that you're allowed to play i feel like alan cumming should be an option there <laughs> So this is not the game proper. This is the killing each other game, or this is the game proper. This is the killing each other game. This is uh, the this is the I think the more 
popular mode of this game, which I think was an afterthought even. Like, I think they built the story mode and then they were like, well, we have all of these rooms. <laughs> Why don't we just have people fight each other? Okay. But so is the story mode just one player? Uh, yes. You, you can't banjo and kazooie your way around. Oh, imagine. That would have been <laughs> fun, but no. Uh, and... Uh, I mean, if we're doing story mode, story mode, then you can play as Trevelyan, but then you'd only get to, like, fight in three scenes in the game. <laughs> I mean, if you're playing as a second player in this game, other oh, I guess you could play as Natalia as your second player. Yeah. I guess that was pretty sexist of me to not even consider her as an option. <laughs> Natalia <laughs> is in, like, as much the of a majority of the as, film. As she's, as we've said, she's one of the only Bond women who is in her own story. <laughs> like we, the camera follows. Oh yeah, her. I'd forgotten that. <laughs> wow, that movie was so revolutionary, revolutionary <laughs> as revolutionary as the graphics we're seeing currently. Uh, <laughs> so this came out like two four, years two after years the movie. After. Okay, okay. <laughs> so it was essentially an ad for Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah, that's weird. Hey, remember this movie? Well, guess what? There's another one coming out. Do you the, want to play the last one? <laughs> and they then didn't make... Did they make video games of the other movies? Not in the same way, not for all of them. Okay. Some of them there are. Like uh, I remember, I think it was PlayStation 3 had a pretty decent Quantum of Solace game, which was actually Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. Okay. Uh, and then there is an amazing From Russia with Love game for the PS2, uh, which was a bit more... Uh, it, well, I mean, you got to play as Sean Connery's Bond, and Connery did the voice acting oh, for that game. Wow. And, oh my god, the first scene, you get to fly in the jetpack around <laughs> uh, Big Fucking Ben. It's incredible. That's it's so pretty dumb. Good. That's pretty cool. It's. Oh, it, I remember that being my favorite Bond game. There's I've no way that jetpack could reach Big Ben. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, of course not. Without killing the person inside. <laughs> was there a Die Another Day game? I don't think so. I mean, there was. A, there were games made in the late Brosnan era pre-Daniel Craig era like that especially in that dead zone of time right that were pretty good I remember them for PlayStation probably Xbox is Xbox as well uh oh my god uh I'm gonna have to look up the titles because there were some good ones give me one second yeah because as as someone who played Doom uh like at secondary school in the school computer room with my friends who who had it like i was playing it because it was a social thing otherwise like shoot 'em up games i've never really been into like unless i'm cute and collecting fruit in some way i don't i don't play a lot of video games with the exception of assassin's creed like if there's architecture or fruit i then, mean you then collect I golden play. apples in that game so that technically oh, that's counts true. that's true <laughs> actually and you are cute like Ezio is cute so okay uh, one of the best bond games i i found was uh 007 Nightfire, which mm -hmm. was essentially Moonraker, the video game. You're, you're, you go to outer space as. I thought you were going to say you go to Kent. Brosnan's Bond. <laughs> <laughs> you, I think there is a scene in Kent. Uh, that one was good. I remember it's probably actually awful. There was a The World Is Not Enough video game. Do not remember. Okay. Uh, that doesn't bode well. I mean, that's in keeping with the movie. Uh. <laughs> Oh, I got away with that Agent one. Under Fire. <laughs> oh, you did get away with that, and <laughs> I'm going to allow it because I was too distracted. Page. <laughs> Agent Under Fire, that one was also good. That was 2001. 
Uh, Everything or Nothing. I seem to remember that. that is that a title of a, like a John Gardner book? Everything or Nothing? Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> okay, what what just happened? Jomar? Oh, <laughs> what no, did your baby. own grenade? Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. pretty special. That's great. It <laughs> happens, yeah. Which one of you is Xenia? Which one of you is Natalia? So uh, Levi is Xenia, Jomar is Natalia. That seems about right. Jomar is always hacking for us. That's right. And and probably owns a blue cardigan. I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, oh, no. And Levi probably wears a, 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 owns a fabulous black trench coat. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> we know that they own some fabulous leather gear, too. And love being choked by helicopters. It's a weird <laughs> fetish. R.I.P. Levi. Um, oh, that's a dead end. Oh, but body armor. That's nice. Hand grenades. Who's littered this place with all this stuff? What is this place, actually? <laughs> it's uh, the temple. It's from Moonraker. What? <laughs> are you, Don't you remember are you this joking? scene? Don't, this, is, this is that part where they're in Egypt. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, no. It doesn't actually happen in the movie or the <laughs> book. In or... Moonraker? Yeah. I mean, is that, un- is that the most unbelievable thing about Moonraker but that you've heard? they're in Egypt in The Spy Who Loved Me. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm a little more forgiving, but still. But also, this does not look like the inside of a pyramid. This looks like the inside of a multi-story car park. <laughs> and and again, why are there body armor? And I mean, I know it's a video game. That's why. But yes, <laughs> don't you remember the body armor that the ancient Egyptians left behind in their tombs? Yeah, that was the curse that Howard Carter faced. Was <laughs> body armor was really insufficient after three thousand years inside a pyramid. <laughs> Okay, so this is just a... Is this a Volta PPK that they're holding? Uh, I think Jomar has the... That's the Klob. That's the AR-15. The Sorry, the Soviet. Dostovol? I feel like I'm playing Duolingo. Dostovol. The gun? The Klob not named after Rosa Kleb. Also a character you can't play as in this game. Oh, what? Feels homophobic. You can't... Kick people with your shoe? Oh, imagine. That would be the best weapon. There have been some okay <laughs> remakes of this game. I think there was one on the PS3 uh, and the, I want to say Wii U, uh, that was pretty decent. It was remastered? Remastered, oh. at, but you were Daniel Craig instead of Pierce Brosnan okay. doing the same story. Uh, because huh. that was a thing, I guess. So if they have already remastered this game, why then Why are we getting it? this? Yeah. Is that a stupid question? Is it just nostalgia? It's nostalgia. It's 100% nostalgia. Uh, and Nintendo doesn't often re-release stuff, right? Like, right. once it's gone, it's usually gone, which is kind of the frustrating and beautiful thing about their Nintendo Switch Online stuff, like mm. the Game Boy, Nintendo 64 games, is that they're all out there. And if you actually have like a physical cartridge, you can just play these games. But most people got rid of that stuff 20 years ago. Yeah. And so it is impossible to play otherwise. But they realize that people who play video games 20 years ago are still playing video games now and have more. And they want to cash. play the same video games they played 20 years ago, <laughs> apparently. Good or bad. <laughs> Especially bad. Especially bad. I, so how would you describe the controls that you're using right now, Jomar and or Levi. Clunky. Like, non- non-intuitive. Um, if you've played anything recent, this is garbage. Clunky, not intuitive. If you've played anything recent, this is garbage. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> uh, good. Good notes. <laughs> it's hard to keep track of. 
Yeah. Hard to keep track of. Yeah, I did. That's not something you want to say about controls in a video game. <laughs> I, 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 yes, full disclosure for listeners. I did try to play this game. I think I lasted 12 seconds. Uh, I, unfortunately, Jomar was there for both experiences. I also tried playing this game <laughs> for two minutes. Like, the original aim was, like, oh, you and I would play this game and, like, narrate what we were doing. And, and separately, we both tried to, and <laughs> through the controllers in frustration, I shouted, I hate this. <laughs> I don't remember what I said, but it was very petulant. Um, <laughs> well, this is stupid, and this game is stupid, and you are all stupid for wanting to play this stupid game. I never want to do anything, James Bond, never again. But, Andrew, you suggested this. <laughs> Did I? Um, now, I get that Natalia's wearing her blue cardigan. Like, it's the iconic outfit. You get I mean, yeah. It, what else could she wear? Like, the swimsuit? Yeah. No. Xenia, no. <laughs> I feel like, is not wearing her best outfit. The, like, crop top and, and, and pants. Did they not want to get too sexy? <laughs> well, she's wearing the most revealing outfit. Oh, I guess that's true. Um, that's real butch. But, yeah. Well, is butch. Um, <laughs> okay, cheap seats. We didn't ask, <laughs> ask you to continue. <laughs> We'll ask for your input. <laughs> and then ignore it. Because um, the microphone won't pick it up. Um, Guess we're not. <laughs> You're the show. Um, You're our models. <laughs> Xenia and Natalia. I, yeah, Xenia has like so many great outfits. And I guess they're not like running around a pyramid outfit. But, but neither is a cardigan, really. No. <laughs> Actually, maybe that is the most running around a yeah. pyramid look that yeah. you could get. Howard it's cold in here. A cardigan. I yeah. mean, <laughs> oh, that, that door is closing. Oh, it's opening again. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, is one of you doing a lot better than the other? I haven't been paying attention. <laughs> oh, kill count six. <laughs> That's not a good sign. Of know. course. How many times now? Six. That was maybe six. Died six times? Yeah, I'd say that's about six. So, in addition to playing as Bond <laughs> and Trevelyan and Natalia and uh, Fam- Famke. <laughs> no, 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 that's right. <laughs> she's she's indistinguishable from the... Um, <laughs> and Alan Cumming and Robbie Coltrane, the, the mm-hmm, Scots mm-hmm. contingent. You can also play as Orlov? Or- Ormov? Ormov, yes, is a, is a popular character to play as. <laughs> right, and, and what, did I say defense minister? Yes, Mishkin. Uh, you can definitely play as Mishkin. <laughs> I remember who that is because we've seen the movie in the past twelve months. But I don't and think he's I in it other... for like a minute. Yeah, no, like he's no, he's a, a very... major character in this game. You can also play as Jaws or Odd Job. Oh, Jaws is a terrible choice because you're giant and slow, right? And an easy target. And Odd Job is infuriating because you're so tiny and everyone has to aim down when they shoot you. <laughs> So they get frustrated. Okay, so that sounds like a good thing to be. Oh, yeah, everyone wants to be Odd Job, but also everyone hates you if you choose Odd Job. I mean, maybe if Levi played as Odd Job and Jomar played as Jaws, that would level things <gasps> oh, out. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Can we do that Cause, next? Because right now Jomar is kicking ass. Um, do we want to see them play through the actual story mode? I'd like to see a bit of that. Sure. I think we should show Andrew the first mission, which you probably struggled through on your own playthrough. Me, no. Oh, you didn't even try playing? No. Uh, the, oh. Oh, no. I did, and oh, honey, that, no. was a, that was... When I say 12 seconds, I mean 12 seconds. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I lasted and maybe was, 12 minutes. It was this It was this thing, four-player this thing, and this thing being this game where you're running around in a pyramid for no reason. <laughs> Why is it always pyramids? And, yeah, oh I, I just did not... Like, I would... 
it was up for down and left for right and I yep. don't know that's exactly punch it punch for, for shoot it was I wanted to play some Sonic I think instead. even then it was maddening yeah, but no, also, God, God forbid I'd p- tried to play the actual game. I don't know what would happen. <laughs> I would kick the TV in. I think I immediately th- thought when we st- when I started playing, I should be playing Fortnite. That is <laughs> that is a game that has mastered first-person shooters. It's I mean, it's mastered gaming in so many ways because everyone is playing it and you can be anything and do anything. Oh. Okay, yeah. Play Dam for us. Dam is the first, is always the best, best one. Yeah. Ooh, Archangelsk. All you have to do is bungee, bungee jump, jump from, the from platform. a platform. Okay. I mean, it's iconic. If you do the secret agent level, there's like 16 different things you have to accomplish. So this is now Joma as Bond. Pierce Brosnan Bond. Yes. Nine years ago. Nine years ago. <laughs> Which is actually... Okay, wait. Do the math, Shane. 1995. <laughs> this is some Minecraft nine. level shit going on with this. Okay, so... Shooting a bunch of Russians. I think what tripped me up the most when I tried to play is that auto-aim is a thing. And uh, you can pretty much just run through this game shooting from the hip. And isn't that a good people. thing? Yes. But I'm so used to games where like, you actually aim and where you look is where you're shooting. And oh, okay. This game so. is not like that at all. <laughs> oh, sniper rifle. That's cute. I mean, it's not cute. Guns are bad, kids. Yes, guns are very bad. Especially for kids. So. Uh, the aiming sucks. Oh, other guy. Seen you, running towards you. Oh, he's dead. Um, Exciting content. <laughs> <laughs> this is just to get to the dam? Yeah, of course. Don't you remember this part of the movie? I feel like dams should be more accessible than that. Uh, I think dams should not be accessible by the public at all. I've stood on the Hoover Dam. It's very accessible. <laughs> at the U.S.'s security detriment. <laughs> I mean, the U.S. doesn't care about infrastructure. No, that's true. Which is a problem, admittedly. Well, will be, eventually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that man's in a pillbox. <laughs> oh, they're everywhere. Don't forget the ones in the bunker. Oh, there's two in there. Oh, they're identical oh. twins. It's so funny that they got posted to the exact same bunker. <laughs> my name is Hans. My brother Hans. <laughs> Hans is a German name, German. These are Russians. The faces of the grunts are uh, like the faces of the developers. Uh they 3D mapped pictures of them onto these characters. Why would you insult yourself like that? Honest to God. <laughs> People just pirouetting under gunfire. I didn't know you could pirouette in this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got a hat. He must be important. He was a general. Oh, General Urubov. <laughs> but not. Oh, what? What are we doing? Why are we? Why are we opening all these gates? So we can get the truck through. Why no, wait, so you can get to the dam and blow it up. With the truck? Yeah, of course. Is the truck driving itself? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, you just have a buddy driving the truck? No, just No, you, were hop, d- you hop on the back because you're sneaking in. Now that's from the movie. It is? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, but is the guy in the truck still in the truck? I, I don't know, Andrew. <laughs> 
It's not like, part of the game. Okay. I feel like that guy would have things to say at this point. In the He's game. on the phone trying to get his superiors. <laughs> Maybe it's Henry Cavill eating a sandwich and drinking a glass of water. Oh. In which case, full support. Uh, why are you so bad at aiming this gun, Jama? <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, no. He's, he knows you're there. <laughs> oh, I think you got him. He definitely knows you're there. He knew you were there. <laughs> Joe Marcho is the easiest difficulty level. Okay. But there's so many more fun objectives to do on the harder difficulties. Well, we don't need to be here all night. That's but fine. we don't need to be here all night. <laughs> oh, you're right. Actually, that's for the best. <laughs> that, I guess, was just the nerd in me. <laughs> I want to see it all. Yeah, just yes, jump please. off the damn damn. Uh, what well, graphics? What? You're not even looking down. You're just looking forward the whole time? Wait for it. Okay. Ooh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, it's a brick. Yeah. Uh, it, with the face of James Bond. Oh, no, he forgot the rope. <laughs> there is no rope. <laughs> He's just flying. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's the end of the game. Uh, <laughs> James commits suicide. It's awful. Oh, no, James Bond will not return. Oh, no. What is this? No time to die. <laughs> Uh, I would say Take it to the runway. Bunker runway. or Silo. Sorry, oh, Runway, of course. We have to do Runway. <laughs> it's a short runway. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a 40-minute it's a episode, so they've had to cut it down. We are skipping the one where you enter the facility through the bathroom vent. Oh, yes, that is in the movie. We remember that. <laughs> Does he do any pain acting in this? Uh, any- the, <clears throat> these things do. Watch them as they die. It's hilarious <laughs> next time, Jomar, if you could pause and just give us a good view of someone dying. Yes. <laughs> so you've just uh, blown up the tanks after Trevelyan has been shot by Oromov. Right. Oh, was Trevelyan driving the truck, maybe? Oh, Trevelyan was driving the truck. <laughs> sure. Because you're buddies at this point. You're lovers still. Oh, no, the secretary. The Russian money, money penny. penny. <laughs> oh, he's alive still. Oh, oh. and he oh. just grabs his crotch. Uh, <laughs> get that key. No, don't get that key. Why is it so difficult to pick up a key? And that, that's not directed at you, Jamar. You're doing a fabulous job. I just mean, why would they make it so difficult? You're doing a fabulous job, Jamar. I have no, no yardstick for measuring this. <laughs> so it was a very hollow compliment. Ooh, a tank. Oh. Wow. This good game should make you very afraid. You're right, Levi. <laughs> Jomar just happens to be naturally perfect at everything he touches, so we chose <laughs> him as our game player today. <laughs> I mean, I've seen him make Freons. Not everything he touches comes oh, out right. Oh, damn. <laughs> they were fine. They were, they were an acceptable fourth. Wow. <laughs> Blowing things up. Don't shoot the plane. You might need that. That's the plane you escape in? It better be. Oh, this is where you escape. Okay. Yeah, remember? That makes sense. Well, no, because this isn't the movie. It is the movie, Andrew. <laughs> it's shot for shot remake. <laughs> oh, frigate. Frigate. Monte Carlo. Ooh. Oh. Tell me that there's a Canadian involved. <laughs> Tell me there's a casino involved. And maybe some Ferrero Rocher. This is the best chance we've had in years to get a lead on Janus. The French are prepared to play along with an entrapment scenario. We need you to place a tracker on the pirate, capital P, so that we can trace its movements after Janus steals it. 
This must go smoothly, 007. If the press gets a sniff of this, we'll all have egg on our faces. That sounded just like Judy Dench. <laughs> Thank you. That was my Judy Dench. Can you do it you? Uh, uh, uh. Oh, put it down, 007. <laughs> the fr- That's my lunch. And always useless. Xenia Onatop, one of Janus's main operatives, may be on board the Lafayette, they say she has thighs of steel, James. Just be sure to stay out of their grasp. Oh. <laughs> Grasping thighs. How do they know that about her? That does seem very specific. Oh, this is new territory. Oh, it's a French ship. Of course, Lafayette. That makes sense. The, <laughs> also, not any of the things that you just read aloud would point you towards right. that either. Sure. I love Bond just standing in a speedboat in his tuxedo. Yes, that's how I always <laughs> enter speedboat yachts. Uh, oh, there's no one here. Good. Just steal the ship. Okay, we're getting long shots of Joma walking down hallways, essentially. Oh, now oh, someone's shooting, shooting at you. you. Where? Where? From another boat? <laughs> <laughs> Behind you somehow? Hostage executed. I think maybe Jomar failed. Yeah. Oh, Jomar. But did you kill the hostage? Or? No, I wasn't supposed to kill any of them. Ooh. What? You're not supposed to kill anybody. Mission objective one. Rescue hostages. <laughs> Incomplete. Yeah, okay. That's good. Oh, wow. Dark. <laughs> well, you don't have to rescue all the hostages. As Jeez. long as one survives, right? I don't think that is. He's always been a cop. Through Are you and useful through. to society? No. Wow. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> Who's supposed to make that decision? Huh, uh, Joe Mar? Thank God the mic's not picking you up, frankly. <laughs> Someone's not coming for, back for Bake Off All Star. <laughs> it was his views on a little known podcast <laughs> that really took him out of the room. I mean, yeah, we could, we could use the impressions, honestly. Say something <laughs> scandalous, Joe Mar. <laughs> Yeah, say something that'll get you cancelled, Jomar. <laughs> Queen had Diana killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I meant something new. Something controversial, damn it. Oh no, that one is alive. Oh, stop being alive. Hostage executed. What? He's fine. I can see him. Oh, the other one. Hostage released. There oh, there one? was another one. Oh no, one. now that one's going to die because... Oh no, oh no. That's, oh, that's what happens to hostages. Oh, this hostage is just making a big old run for it. He's going to get killed. Oh, he, he's doing really well, that hostage. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that that guard didn't shoot him immediately. <laughs> <laughs> the guard was just like, no, yeah, you can go past. Hostage, just You're skate. not wearing a tuxedo, so... Oh, well done. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oops, careful with those bugs, James. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Bitch just threw a piece of delicate equipment at a helicopter oh, and expected it to just, what, magna lock onto it or something? Aborted. <laughs> Standing right beside an object, and I'm just gonna <laughs> softly place this, throws it like a baseball. <laughs> Is it called the pirate in the film, this helicopter? Is it? I don't think so. No, absolutely not. It doesn't ring any bells. Like, it's, it has a name. Oh, to the internet. This game is already making us do too much work. <laughs> We're not even playing. Oh, God, rescue that hostage. Oh, my God. Oh, no. It's right, it's late. the Eurocopter Tiger in the film. Which I guess they 
decided to change the pirate because someone else has a tiger helicopter probably I, uh, is that the only rights issue that they came across in yeah. this game uh, Tiger is prominently featured in the 1995 James Bond film Goldeneye and its accompanying novelization by John Gardner oh. it was renamed the pirate for the 1997 video game no explanation given no explanation given the aircraft was replaced by two separate fictional helicopters in the reimagining of Goldeneye that would be the Daniel Craig Goldeneye. Okay. So is this a is this a replay or is this new? Oh, damn it. Hostage executed. So it's a replay. Yes. Oh, just blowing up all the computers. Oh, no. Oh, no. Why oh. Why you shooting? Maybe he's okay. Oh, he's fine. They are fine. Sorry, we don't know. Though it did look like Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> All of these hostages look just like Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> they really do. Hostage escaped. Where's the helicopter? Oh, you're on the wrong floor. Oh, double. Oh, no. Okay. Wrong, this is going wrong, to go well. Wrong deck? What do we say about... Yeah, deck. How are you going to throw the tracker if your arms are full? <laughs> Hopefully better than last time <laughs> is the answer. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Oh, what, you did have to throw it. Okay. I take back some of my shady commentary, I suppose. Uh, I don't. I, I, I regret nothing. I like how James just runs in front of the helicopter he planted a bug on. Uh-huh. Like, no one I the did this. like... It was me. Hi. I'm the secret agent <laughs> that you're all looking for. Hi. It's me. I'm the secret agent. It's me. I got one. Is that a success? And now you get back on the Let's boat? See. When does Bond ever leave by the same means he arrived oh. by? Fail. Fail. With those damned hostages. Uh, if only it. they didn't get in the goddamn way. Maybe one that I won't fail. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Aim low. Yeah. Ooh, Severnaya. Oh. A great multi lever, a multiplayer level, too. Do you play this as James or as Natalia? James. Oh, you only ever play as James. Oh, but this is Natalia's bit. Yeah, isn't that strange? God, misogyny. I looked over the week on photographs, and I, no, that's not a good Desmond. <laughs> it just became Winston Churchill. It did. It's the only impression I, I can do. No. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt it. Welsh, slightly high-pitched. I've looked over the... Mm, no, mm. I'm not getting there. He's not that Welsh. He's just under underlying Welshness. Under, Desmond Llewellyn. Oh, there's good James. Well done. I thought it would be Clewellyn. Isn't that what, what you're supposed to do with a double L? <laughs> Um, I think we anglicize a lot these days. Oh, different outfit. Ooh, yeah, new outfit, parka. Lovely. Do we get a reveal later? Oh, absolutely. He stroll, struts down the runway, <laughs> the level from before. And this is where he's narrating, I'm feeling my Soviet spy glamour fantasy. <laughs> Baby, it may be cold outside, but it is hot <laughs> in here. I'm putting the mo in Eskimo. We don't use that word anymore. Oh, boy. Eskimo? I'm my putting God. the it in Inuit. Ooh. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> You're doing great, sweetie. Okay, Jomar's killing lots of gray figures that look like creatures from the Black Lagoon, I want to say. We have 400 words for ho. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm doing great. Yeah, you're doing great. <laughs> Can't cancel me. I'm not famous. Oh, people have tried. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> oh, you I, find out. 
Oh, I mean, it was me. I've tried to cancel <laughs> you so many times. I was on the recording. Yeah. <laughs> I was there too. This is... Um, oh, just... I used to like that podcast. Why did that stop? That was good. Oh, yeah. They had a great episode with um, Winton Kidd guy. The one who was a musician the and guy, not a the good actor. The one who was a musician, yeah, yeah. I think they had a couple of different Bond guests. Ooh. Um, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun interview. And I think he also was the James Bonding guy, right? Matt Gawley? Yes, that's right. Uh, yeah, good podcast. I can't believe I haven't listened to it. Are we plugging another plug podcast? Apparently. Well, maybe they'll reciprocate. I mean, I do love Matt Gawley, <laughs> so that's fair. They have a huge audience. We'll take, we'll take any of those. Please, stuff. anyone. <laughs> Um, I like that this looks like just a ski resort, like all these chalets. Yeah. Oh, but a big, uh, big course, satellite. The, the big satellite, which I remember now from the movie. But no, no, we don't want to go there at all. <laughs> We're completing the mission. Where the thing uh, is. Does the mission be a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, he's got to get a safe key. Get a safe okay, key. I take it back. <laughs> Congratulations, you are safe. Key. Key. The Ugh. sky's kind of romantic here. I don't hate this. It's a mood. Yeah. It's a vibe. The Severnaya vibe. Yeah. I mean, the music is pretty good for... Well, the microphone's probably not picking it up. So. No, absolutely not. <laughs> the pause music slaps, but that's a meme that I stole. The pause music is great. <laughs> is that going to be what we're playing out with this episode? I yeah? think I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> yes, yes, of course I've chosen something to close out the episode. <laughs> oh, safe. Safe with the biggest blueprints I've ever seen. Yeah, the, I mean, how did they even fit in there? It looks like it was printed on hard board. <laughs> Just a piece of flint. Yeah. Oh, there's a bunch of guys. Are they running towards you? Yes. I mean, the, the grenade <laughs> might have running away from you. They saw you. Are they stuck? Is everything okay, sweetie? <laughs> Do you need help? One shoot oh, for no. Oh, no. Two shoots for yes. Oh, oh honey, oh, you forgot no. to eat your grenade. He dropped his grenade on himself. Oh, that's so sad. Oh, this time we're going to be stealthy and use a silencer after shooting <laughs> 18 rounds of grenades from a grenade launcher. <laughs> I love how all these guys, when you approach them, do this like little panic dance where they're yeah. like, do I run towards or away? I mean, that's exactly what you should be thinking when you're facing down James Bond, I no? I mean, not if you're a trained Assassin? soldier. What is this? Is this a silo? Or is it just a big outdoor swimming pool? It's just an empty tank. I mean, a hot tub in this weather would be so nice. <laughs> that was a long drop, Joma. You should be dead. It's the invisible bungee cord again. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's been on it this whole time. <laughs> it's wrapped around his neck. Are there bosses in this game? Uh, yeah, you do face off against uh, Oromov, uh, Xenia, and Trevelyan. Okay. In extended fight sequences. Actually, maybe the Xenia one is really fast, kind of like it is in the movie. You kind of oh. just have to hit her real quick, oh. and then it's over. No, no. Oh, no. I don't like that. I could be wrong. Tiny Bond or DK mode? What's DK mode again? Donkey Kong? Yeah, and then big arms. Uh, weird. Wait, it is Donkey Kong mode? Yes, absolutely. Okay, let's do DK mode. Because it was they... made by Rare. Rare made the Donkey Kong N64. But does that Super mean they Nintendo have to play as Bond? No, they're characters, but their bodies are deformed. Okay. 
Great. Why does that mean? Why did that make you think that you had to play as Bond? Big head and thick arms. It's the tiny Bond. Oh, tiny it. Bond. That's just miniature. Yeah. So they're going to be playing with big heads and big arms. Maybe. Yeah. That's as great. as our job and as our job and uh, oh oh they don't have those they options. Don't have them. Okay, Valentin and uh, and Alan Cumming, please. Valentin and Bryce. <laughs> It just says Alan Cumming in the character select screen. <laughs> Scott's on Scott's violence. And it's not him as Boris, it's him like in a very fey pose. It's an interesting choice. Caves is fun. No, Caves is too dark. Let's do... Library? Yes. Yes, Andrew would love the library. I'd love the library. I can't wait to see what you think of this library. The library is now open. Oh, I smell disappointment in the future. <laughs> I can't wait to see how this turns out. <laughs> Proximity mines. Yeah, because that means Levi can walk into their own mines again. Yes, exactly. And be surprised each time (laughs) because they forgot where they laid these proximity mines. That's not going to happen at all. That's never going to happen. How dare you suggest such a thing? Okay, so this is the ultimate game of sabotage. This is where friendships uh, were broken back in the day. How dare you put this mine right where I was going to spawn? Oh my god. There's so many bombs. Look at all these books. <laughs> oh, right. This is the library. Is, it is just gray walls. It's exactly the same as the fucking pyramid. Yes, it looks exactly the same as the pyramid. Oh, oh, there's Alan Cumming and or Robbie Coltrane. It, it's so hard to tell from this <laughs> far away. Which one is which? Oh, no. I think oh, I, no. I think we can say that the one losing is probably going to be... Boris, unfortunately. <laughs> You're doing great, Levi. So what did we have to do to unlock our job and jaws? Uh, ask Jomar. I, I play then, more levels um, and de- defeat them on each uh, difficulty uh, setting. And you're telling me there's no pussy galore option? No, there is not. Is there any part of the library that looks like a library? Because in the little graphic oh, when no. we were choosing this, it looked like there were book stacks. Oh, honey, no. <laughs> what do you think this is? Sophisticated. I mean, I used to play a lot of Fantasy Zone on the Sega Mega Drive, no, Master System, uh, back in the day. And I feel like that had better graphics than this. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, I'm so pissed. This game's so <laughs> It was a great game. <laughs> But I didn't even really like back then. Uh, <laughs> you can play as Baron Samdi in the game. Oh, there are the big heads. Finally. Oh, no. This is disgusting. Why? I shot you right in your face. <laughs> Sorry, you can play as Baron Samdi in this? Yes. Uh, you can also play as Dr. Doak, which is a fictional character from this game, I They're believe. They're all fictional characters. Uh, I, I, I mean, <laughs> not sorry, not originally from the film, just a... Like, I think Margaret Thatcher's maybe the only real person. Uh, I mean, <laughs> even that. Some questions. <laughs> oh, Jomar died. I didn't know that could I happen. think Jomar killed himself. <laughs> we, had, we thought that was going to be Levi, so that should count Suicide for count Levi. one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the giant heads on Robbie Coltrane and Alan Cumming are quite disturbing. Yet they somehow look more human than they did <laughs> without them. I mean, there's more detail. Oh. <laughs> Levi killed Jomar. I don't think we've seen that before. <laughs> not shade at all. If it's any consolation, I'm not paying close attention. Nor should you. <laughs> I'm mostly looking for the freaking books. 
<laughs> this sounds very like the music from like Operation Connery. Like, oh no! <laughs> it's just slightly off the bomb thing. Ding da dong, dong, dang, ding, dang, dang, ding, dang, ding, ding, ding. Not good. Oh, these walls are filthy. Just like a library. <laughs> There shouldn't be this much mildew in a library. It's a good thing they took all the books out. Honestly. Yeah, where are the books? Oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm going to have nightmares about a giant-headed Robbie Coltrane running at me now. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at Boris while you were looking at Robbie, and I was equally disturbed watching this pathetic, <laughs> grotesque man try to outrun the bullets. Oh, no. With apologies to both Robbie Coltrane and Alex. Yes. Cunningham. Well, Andrew, I think I've seen enough. <laughs> yes, I think this is this has been a, a lovely experience, and um, and this might be the last time I ever look upon this game. I I am starting to feel nauseous. <laughs> is am I alone? I'm, like I'm out of just. There's bile rising at the back of my throat, and I only had one Goldschlager martini. <laughs> Let me try that again. I had only one Goldschlager martini. Uh, <laughs> no, you're supposed to slur the Schlager. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, honestly, I, I, my main reason to stop the recording is I need to get another drink. because. Uh, yeah, this oof. has been a lot. Uh, so, um, thank you both, Jomar and <laughs> Levi, for subjecting yourselves, or... Qu enjoying yourself? Are, are, okay, I guess that's the last question. Are you enjoying yourselves? Uh, yes. Oh, no. Oh. I think they've both had more fun. Uh, <laughs> well, that was the best way that we could end it. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you so much. This is Andrew and Shane live in the field reporting back to you, Andrew and Shane in the studio. Thank you so much, Andrew and Shane and <laughs> Levi and Jomar. Really appreciate all of your input there. Uh, very exciting, Andrew, to have A, recorded together for the first time since our very brief No Time to Die uh, right. ca yeah, catch-up but... uh, debrief, <laughs> I guess we'll call it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, we, we weren't sure it was going to work, and, and listeners can let us know how well or how poorly they think it worked, but uh, I thought the sound quality was actually better than, than I expected it would be, and I think this is something we, we might be able to do again. That's very exciting. I, you know, we have teased doing commentary together many mm -hmm. a time. And, you know, if we were ever going to have a Patreon, that might be our angle. So <laughs> we'll, think, we'll think about that for the future uh, and get back to you, listener. Uh, Andrew, do you have any last thoughts about GoldenEye 64? I think I said it in the recording. I, I don't intend to ever, ever go back to this. I, I would be excited to like check out some other Bond games. Like I know this one is, I understand now why this one was, was so important. I don't think it holds up, um, outside of nostalgic pleasures. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, but, but the idea of playing a Bond game with the technology we have today sounds like it could be amazing. Like I would love to play something like an Assassin's Creed game, um, with, I think. If we could get our hands on that from Russia with Love game, we would have a blast. It was yeah. a really fun time from what I remember. Uh, so uh, I will look into that. Maybe we can find a great, a good emulator online and make that work. Uh, I've got to say for my part, uh, I uh, this morning turned on a uh, playthrough on YouTube by Grasslu00. <laughs> uh, they did... Uh, 
he did a run through of the N64 version and then a remastered version. And oh my God, if you could play this game in a remastered way, it would be <laughs> so beautiful. But unfortunately, we just got this reskin onto the Switch port, uh, which, yeah, just was not fun. <laughs> I, I <laughs> wish it had been fun. Actually, I will say it. Being together, the four of us in a room recording, reminded me of what the experience was supposed to be like, right. and that was fun. Being with friends and playing video games is the way it's supposed to be played, uh, but also playing a game that is playable was what was meant to be played as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think listeners who have, who have sat, <laughs> endured this episode will have heard a lot of giggling, um, and yeah, it was definitely high spirits, and that wasn't just the gold slugger talking. <laughs> Next time on Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, we're sticking with the Brosnan era and finally discussing a movie that comes up surprisingly often on this podcast. <laughs> it's Halle Berry, it's Rosamund Pike, it's the invisible car baby and surfing on a CGI ice flow and Madonna with a sword. Run <laughs> for your lives, it's die another day. Oh, what a treat we've given ourselves. <laughs> oh, wow. I can't wait. On I Oh, I'm going to say this now, and having not watched this movie yet, I <laughs> hope that it holds up in a way that I don't expect it to. <laughs> I, like, I've watched it fairly recently and was pleasantly surprised by some parts, and other parts were exactly what I remember. Yeah, so, I imagine um, <laughs> Madonna's two appearances in the film are going to underwhelm as much as they did back then. <laughs> oh, heavens. But on the other hand, Rick Yoon, what a oh, beautiful man. Oh, wow, so, wow. <laughs> okay, let's not, let's not spoil any more of it. <laughs> All right. You can follow Kiss Kiss Bang Bang on Twitter and Instagram at KKBBPod, or send us power-ups at kisskissbangbangpod at gmail.com. You can also follow our Twitter accounts at Wheeler and at Shane Came Back. You can follow Joma and his beautiful baking adventures on Instagram at joma.manzano, M-A-N-Z-A-N-O. His friands are actually delicious. I should not have side-eyed them uh, so so cruelly during so the recording. So rudely. Um, <laughs> you can also follow Levi and their fabulous drag looks on at Catfish the Dinosaur. In fact, one of the looks that you'll find on there is uh, Joma's drag makeover. So you can discover both our queens uh, in one fell swoop. Our graphics are provided by the Super Cooper Carl Schurer. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at C-A-R-L-S-H-U-R-A. And please do share, like, rate, and review Kiss Kiss Bang Bang on your preferred podcasting and social media platforms and tell all your friends to listen, especially if they might enjoy this nostalgic look back at a really garbage <laughs> video game. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is recorded in Toronto on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples. We acknowledge that we are settlers on stolen land. We like to end every episode with a great piece of Bond-related music. Shane, what are we signing off with this week? Well, in honor of my feelings about this game and my hopes for next week, <laughs> I needed something a little dated but still slaps hard. Baby, I need a hero. I chose the 1984 Bonnie Tyler classic from the Footloose album, Holding Out for a Hero. I heard it when we were sitting on the couch together post-Goldeneye, and I thought, <laughs> wow, I can't believe that we haven't featured this song yet, but how perfect is it? <laughs>
it's such a great campy cheesy classic i don't even need to click on the link for this one I, I, no, it's already playing in my head <laughs> yeah constantly on a loop um yeah as we mentioned bonnie tyler almost sang the bond theme for never say never again the uh unofficial bond movie so you know she would have been a great bond chanteuse and i mean the video itself is filled with like you know, dancing buxom blondes and uh, neon cowboy lassos and a prairie house on fire. It's it's so ridiculously out there. Uh, oh my god, it really is a work of art. <laughs> Just like this this ancient video game. <laughs> <laughs> I recently acquired a copy of the Footloose album from Value Village, so I can now listen to this in all its final glory. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> I guess that's me. and I, That was me enjoying the song, actually. <laughs> just bopping away. Just bopping along. <laughs> well, of course, thanks for listening, me. Thanks for listening, you. And until next time... Up, up, down, down. Left, right, left, right. <laughs> <laughs>